Welcome to today's Newsroom Special with Liam Riley. Nearly a third of Brits say that they fear the dentist's chair, and 79% say they are put off receiving medical advice as a result, perhaps a reason why nearly 100,000 less people visited the dentist last year. Researchers found that fear is just one of the reasons why we are avoiding the chair, with time and cost also stopping one in seven of us from taking a visit. So are we risking our oral health by not taking more regular visits to the dentist? To tell us more about this, we were joined by CEO of Centre for Dentistry, Lisa Riley, and dentist, Cahal Hayes. Can you just tell us why you think people neglect their oral health, especially in comparison to their physical health? I don't think people generally neglect their oral health, but, but I think um, we've always come to the dentist when there's a problem. Um, and, and that's something that we're, we're trying quite hard to change in the industry as, as dentists, that we're really encouraging people to come when there's not a problem. So come for routine examinations and make sure that problems don't happen. Um, you know, prevention is so much easier um, more enjoyable, cheaper than, than, than a cure. Um, so we're working tr- quite hard to try and encourage prevention and, and get people in early to the dentist. Mm. And is there a particular kinds of people who are most at risk of suffering from oral health problems or is it just people who just aren't getting checkups? There's lots of different groups. Obviously people who are irregular attenders and don't get checkups are potentially at risk of there being a small problem that gets worse and worse and, and, and isn't caught early. Um, but there's lots of others. There, there's obviously people who smoke or people who um, consume quite a lot of sugar in their diet. Um, I, know, I know kids are potentially vulnerable with um, lots of uh, sweets and treats. So one thing we always say with kids is tr- try and um, to parents is bring your child in from very, very early age. So from six months from when the first teeth are starting to come through, mm. bring in your child um, have them sit in your lap and just observe, you know, just look around and, and take in the sights and the sounds and the smells and um, have dentistry a normal environment and procedure for them. Um, so, so that's one thing we, we, we push quite hard. Can you just tell us a bit more about some of the, the dangers that come from people who just ignore common symptoms? Obviously the the first signs might be bleeding gums or might be a little bit of toothache um, and in general problems don't go away so they only worsen um, so it's important that if you do start to see some signs and symptoms really really do book in um, because if not things progress and you, you can end up with loose or wobbly teeth you can end up with quite severe toothache or even loss of teeth um, so it, it is important to get checked if something does happen Okay, so Lisa, it seems that some people do still fear the dentist. So how do you think people can have a more positive experience? Um, I think the, the best way to overcome the fear is to actually engage, re-engage. You know, and again, one of our environments is quite interesting because we're inside Sainsbury's. We get lots of people that walk in and out of our reception area. So it's a little bit like a confessional box where they say, please forgive me, Father, because I haven't been to the dentist <laughs> for 10, 20, 30, even 40 years on occasion. So... Um, and I think our ability to not, you know, fall off our chairs and go, oh, my Lord, but say, well, great, you're here now, let's, let's see how we can start to look after you, is a positive one. But you as an individual have got to make, I guess, that first step into the dental practice and, and find one that suits you, that feels comfortable, that feels warm, friendly and helpful, um, that you, you feel at home with. And then I think the more you attend, the more you get to know your dentist, the, the better the trust the relationship builds. And, and as you do that, in direct correlation, your fear will diminish. So I think it's, it's just about addressing that, not leaving it until you are at crisis point and in a great deal of pain, because 
that tends to reinforce the fact that every time I go to the dentist, something fairly major has to happen to me. Mm. It's much better if you can come and we can just do some simple checkups and hygiene visits just to get you back into very good health. It'll, it'll start to feel a less scary place. And some people, according to the research, cited time constraints as a bit of a problem for them getting there. Do, do you have a way that people get people more involved to get going the dentist? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, we're not alone in the fact that I mean, the industry is recognising we have to be available for when our patients want to come to us. So uh, we open at eight in the morning until eight o'clock at night and we're open at weekend so that people don't have to take time out of work or take the kids out of school in order to come to a dental practice. Um, and again, because we're at Sainsbury's, you know, you come on a wet Wednesday in November, it's brightly lit and it's a b- bustling atmosphere still, so it feels a comfortable place to attend. And I think across across the country, uh, practices are recognising that they have to make um, themselves more accessible for patients. Absolutely. If people want to find out more information, where can they go? Uh, I would suggest people go to our website at www.centerfordentistry.com. Uh, we have a lot of information there on different treatments, different um, signs and symptoms to look out for, and also some blogs. Um, and also ways to access our services. Okay, Carl and Lisa, thank you very much. Thank you, Liam. Bye-bye. Across West Yorkshire, Manchester and Glasgow, this is Sunrise Radio on FM, DAB, online, mobile, tablet and TV.